educating, informing, entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show here on 1499.3 KLIN and any darn time you like on your favorite podcast platform. Well, it is 509 and it is Tuesday, June 13th. And uh, coming up in just a moment, we'll visit with Mayor Leary and Gaylord Baird. Uh, for what will be our very first monthly chat uh, with the mayor. She's kind enough to put aside some time to chat with us uh, once a month here on the Dan Parsons Show. So we look forward to talking with Mayor Lyrian here in a little bit. Uh, but most importantly, say hello to Johnny Cadillac, producer extraordinaire. Good to be here as always, Dan. Yeah, absolutely. Boy, it's uh, a lovely uh, summer day, and uh, we're getting uh, into the heat of the summer, and... Uh, but uh, I'll remind you to please follow the Dan Parsons Show on your favorite, um, or on my favorite, hopefully it's going to be your favorite too, uh, Facebook and Twitter uh, accounts. We love to uh, uh, to see what's going on on the Facebook and Twitter accounts. I, uh, I posted last night uh, on Twitter uh, that I'm really jazzed about the latest uh, Wes, Wes Anderson uh, movie. It's called Asteroid City. And... Uh, It'll be in theaters coming up uh, later this month, and so I'm a big uh, Wes Anderson fan. So Asteroid City, I was talking about that on the Dan Parsons Twitter account, so please uh, follow us there. And uh, and coming up on tomorrow's show, in case you missed uh, today's uh, LNK, LNK Today with Jack and Friends, uh, we'll welcome into the uh, studio tomorrow uh, Troy Gagner, Executive Director of Lincoln Arts Council, uh, to chat about uh, this weekend's uh, Lincoln Arts Festival down in the Haymarket. Uh, Troy was on uh, LNK Today with Jack and Friends this morning talking about it. And But we know that, uh, you know, not everybody can catch the morning show. Not everybody can catch our afternoon show. So, you know, we got your bookend. We got your morning covered. We got your afternoon covered with local programming. And so we... Uh, we appreciate that. So, yeah, and tomorrow, don't forget uh, LNK Today. It's uh, What Chaps Your Hide, and uh, so that's always a popular segment. So tune in to those guys in the morning. Check us out in the afternoon, and and uh, we'll do that. Well, it's my delight to welcome on to the Dan Parsons Show, Mayor Lyrian. Mayor, thanks for joining me. Oh, hey, Dan. Great to be with you this evening. Yeah, thanks. Uh, uh, you were kind enough to call in on, uh, when I was fresh and new to this thing uh, a few weeks ago on my first day. So, uh, you know, I'm a veteran now. I've been doing this for a month. Old hat for you now. <laughs> you know, I tell people, Mayor, I've I've spent my career uh, pitching stories and getting my clients on radio shows and in the newspaper. And uh, so now the roles are reversed and people are pitching me stories. So. That's right. Well, and I just wanted to pick up on the thread of Wes Anderson. You were just mentioning you're a fan and uh, we had some pretty fun outreach to youth we wanted to attract to be lifeguards for our city pools. Yeah. And we went with a Wes Anderson inspired social media campaign. Uh, some oh, nice. of our city of Lincoln reels were inspired by the famous um, movie director and, and uh, you should check it out. I will. I think you would be pleased. That's so cool. Yeah. I'm just a nut uh, for Wes Anderson films. It's uh, 
He's just so quirky, and uh, it's so well-written and so tight. Uh, well, Mayor, first of all, thank you for agreeing to do this once a month. We'll check in with you. And you Tuesday's kind of our elected uh, officials. We, You know, Tom Beckius from City Council. Uh, you know, we have uh, uh, Krista Yoakum from the County Board and, and uh, 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 uh some of the congressional delegation check in. So anyway, thank you for making time. Well, as long as you brought up uh, the swimming pools and, and summer, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the pools. Pools are open, right? And That's right. And uh, how are things going with recruiting? I know you guys uh, did a really uh, great campaign to get some lifeguards uh, to staff all those. How's all that coming along? Yeah, it's a great story for Lincoln with you know, pools all across the country are facing shortages when it comes to lifeguards. There's just uh, a piece on NPR recently about that. But the Lincoln public pools got the highest number of applications for lifeguards since 2019. Oh, nice. And we are, you know, all the pools are, all nine of our pools are open and fully staffed. Star City Shores uh, is, is running and uh, family swim nights have started. They're, you know, open from 6 to 8 p.m. in our public pools, and it's just a delight to have that part of our aquatics programming ready for kids and adults in our community. Uh, summertime is a great time to make a splash at the Lincoln Pools. Oh, it's so great. You know, I uh, took advantage. I hadn't been to a, a pool, a public pool in years. I did that, I think it was last summer, maybe the summer before, and uh, went with some friends uh, family friends to woods and it brought back so many memories of uh, uh you know as a kid uh getting up the nerve to jump off that high board at woods right. pool and, it always looks a lot farther down when you're at the top <laughs> and i don't know if i was the one that uh, was initiating uh my friends to do that or i don't i don't remember but i know that was uh, especially as a preteen, that was pretty stressful. To, by the time you're a teenager, you know, hey, you're 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 Joe Cool, and man, you just think that uh, you know all the girls are watching, and you know it's easy then. But uh, anyway, so those were great memories. Well, that's great. So pools are open, fully staffed, and we're ready to to have a great summer. That's great. Yeah. Just grab your uh, sunscreen and your beach towel, and you're ready to go. And and if people want to learn more about hours and opportunities, um, they can go to the city website, Lincoln pools, and uh, we just encourage folks to have some fun in the sun. Absolutely. Well, uh, Mayor, I know uh, everyone, it seems like, is talking about uh, the new flights out of uh, LNK, and uh, I know you got to uh, uh, to go on one of the first flights uh, here recently, and uh, uh, what an exciting uh, and and maybe game-changing opportunity for this city for uh, for those new flights. Absolutely. I mean, Lincoln is such a great place to raise a family. And now we have this new reason to be really excited and to love living in Lincoln because we can get to all kinds of new places nonstop direct for a fun weekend, uh, for leisure travel, vacation for families. It's really remarkable what the airport leadership team has done to work to attract this new air service. And it's innovative. It's fun, fun tourist destinations like um, Orlando, like the flight, the inaugural flight that I was on, but also we've got places like Dallas and Austin and Vegas and uh, Nashville in the in the hopper. So it's it's going to be great great opportunities for our community members to to have fun and 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 to visit other communities, and it'll help bring people back here. You know, we're excited about the opportunities for this to help grow our economy and 
enhance our quality of life and help support our businesses. So this is a win-win for sure. Yeah, Dave and the crew and Rachel out there, boy, they mm-hmm. uh, they have just really knocked it out of the park. And uh, um, yeah, well, selfishly, uh, you know, I was excited when they uh, added the Houston flight. So all three of my kids right. have, have uh, moved to South Texas. So they've left me here all alone. And so <laughs> uh, I've got one in Corpus Christi and two in Austin. And uh, and so now with this Austin flight, heck, I with the Houston flight, I could jump on that. I'd be drinking a beer, eating tacos in downtown Austin by noon. And so now um, it's even better. And Ab- absolutely. It's, it's wonderful to have these opportunities to, to grow our economy, to enhance our quality of life, and, and to show off everything that Lincoln has to offer to the folks who, who head our way. So, um, you know, we just encourage people to use it so we can keep it. This service is, yes. is really a, a, a wonderful addition to life in Lincoln. Absolutely. Well, Mayor, if you can hang on through this break, we just got a short break, and we'll come back and finish up. Uh, really appreciate Mayor Lyrian being with us today. But we'll be right back after this quick break on 1499.3 KLIN. You're listening to The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, welcome back. It's uh, Tuesday, and that means we're talking to elected officials, and we have the the pleasure, my joy, of uh, welcoming uh, Mayor Lyrian to the show today. And so, uh, Mayor, thanks again for joining us, and... uh, uh, I oh, hope it's great to be with you. <laughs> yeah, and I hope your summer is uh, off to a great. I hope your you and your family are getting some rest after that. Uh, <laughs> after all the hard work you've put in these last four years, and with a reelection, and oh my goodness, I I just hope you guys are getting some time uh, to enjoy each other and get away a little bit this summer. Well, it is great to have the the campaign in the rearview mirror, and exciting to have term two underway. And uh, it is so wonderful. Summertime is my favorite season. So, yeah, yeah, it's good that's, to have my more time with my family. That's than great. I have had. Yeah. Well, uh, an overwhelming victory, and uh, all of us are so excited that. Uh, uh, that you're where you're at and, and and continuing to grow this city and you know that's what this show is about I'm 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 about lifting up not tearing down and and uh, you know uh, it is it's an exciting time to be in this city and I'm just so thankful for your leadership but uh, but there are challenges still that we're not uh, you know and one of those challenges is obviously uh, with the changing climate uh, we continue to have challenges with uh, not only where we get our water, but how we manage our water. So how are we doing with uh, this current uh, drought situation and the, the water restrictions? Right. Well, as you know, Dan, we, we get our water from an aquifer up on the Platte River, and and that typically that aquifer is replenished 100% by this time of year. But right now we're in severe drought conditions. It's only 65% replenished. And when you, you know, consider that our rainfall levels are half of what they normally are this time of year and the river flows are at the lowest point since 1956, we are being thoughtful about how we conserve and preserve our water supply. So, so we are asking residents to conserve their outdoor water use as we head into this extremely dry summer. Uh, We've been really thankful for the rain that we've received and we're really thankful that since we put out this call to the community, we've actually seen a real wonderful response. Voluntarily, community demand has come down almost 35% from from where we were just over a week ago. So we're we're really pleased and encouraged by that. But 
But because we're still in the drought, uh, we want to ask everyone to, to please continue to pitch in and help us protect our water supply as we get into the hotter, drier months of summer. So we're still in that, um, and I'm sorry, I don't have my notes in front of me, but it's uh, odd and even addresses and days of the week. Can you, could you remind right. our listeners how that works? Right. So I'll just first off tell folks that you can look this up online, lincoln.ne.gov slash water conservation, or you can reach out to our water team. Uh, they have a hotline answering questions at 402-441-1212. That's 402-441-1212. But Yes, we are we are asking single family homes and duplexes with um even numbered addresses to water on certain days of the week mm-hmm. and then also in the alternate days for the odd numbered addresses and that is to help us, you know, limit watering and and you've talked to experts and they'll say it's actually um you can even soak your lawn once a week, a deep yes. soak, and, and your your grass will hold up. So, again, just um, asking people to be thoughtful about how much they need. Those, um, as you mentioned, the the odd addresses, they're, you know, can water on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and we're asking the even addresses to go for Sunday, Wednesday, Friday at most. Uh, and then there's more information about other types of property online. You bet. Well, I, I just think that's uh, a smart way for all of us, no matter whether we're in a drought or not, uh, to be able to, to think mm-hmm. about the consumption of water that we use. Because, my goodness, uh, it's going to continue to be a challenge for us. And, right. Uh, and we're so thankful that the legislature uh, gave some money so we can uh, do Water 2.0. And thank you for you and your mm-hmm. administration for leading that effort. And thanks to our friend uh, Senator Elliot Bostar for introducing that legislation. So so maybe remind our uh, listeners uh, how that project is going. And now that you have uh, a, a nice chunk of money uh, to get that going, how wh- what's the status of that? Where, where are we going with uh, Water 2.0? Right. Well, this is this is our ambitious, bold second water source project so that we can support the growth of our city. Like you said, we are interested in in growing this community and supporting that uh, opportunity that comes with that growth. Um, But we have to have enough water to make that work. And so last summer, I convened a water source advisory council. They went through a process facilitated by water engineers and experts and identified the Missouri River as our best option. Mm -hmm. So we have worked with our legislative team, and yes, thanks so much to Senator Bostar and Senator Wishart, and partic- mm-hmm. both of those two in particular, yes. for helping us uh, receive over $177 million in this last legislative cycle. And that'll help us start to uh, pave the way, if you will, pipe the way, <laughs> if you will, to the Missouri, and we'll, we'll be uh, undertaking a number of infrastructure projects and evaluating the best pathways to the Missouri in the, in the coming months. Yeah, and and least that that uh, sounds like a lot of money, which it is a lot of money, but that's just uh, kind of the down payment, right, of what this huge uh, project will take uh, in the years to come. But uh, That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but uh, the other issue that obviously in growing this city and and uh, uh, is the and, and some legislation that helped with that with the turn back tax is mm-hmm. uh, hopefully our coming someday soon our Lincoln Convention Center and again thanks for your leadership and cooperation with the Lincoln Chamber uh, and other entities that have helped uh, bring that issue to the forefront. 
Yeah, this is a great public-private partnership mm-hmm. opportunity that will grow economic opportunity in our community and hope to, you know, drive tourism and and other opportunities to gather here in Lincoln to bring people here to do business and stay in our hotels and eat in our restaurants and shop in our stores. And at the legislature this session, we did uh, succeed in uh, getting approval for a package that would help provide public financing Mm -hmm. for uh, that convention center. And so we'll continue to work with our our private sector partners to convene community stakeholders and 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 work out the, the sort of roadmap for that project going forward. Yeah. And again, th- thanks to Senator Elliot Bostar for his leadership for introducing the bill, and Senator Wishart for also working on this this lifting up this key priority for our city. Yeah, absolutely, that's great. Well, before I let you go, the the last thing I wanted to chat about, uh, I, I don't know about uh, some of our other listeners, but I know uh, summertime I get my summer novel or two out to uh, in addition to my Wes Anderson movie I wanted to see. <laughs> Uh, so the uh, summer reading program is up and running, right? Yeah, that's right. I was just over at Gear Branch uh, last week joining up with that summer reading challenge. It's such a fun way for kids and families to, you know, have fun over the summertime and you can earn prizes and uh, there's even a library card design contest underway. Yeah, kids up to age 11 can submit their artwork and There'll be a, a up until June 30th, and then we'll have uh, a judging, and the winner will have their art featured on our new library cards. And in the meantime, it's just a great way to get people to the library to check out our amazing materials and uh, maybe even check out the one book one Lincoln selection. That's so great. Well, <clears throat> Mayor Lurian, thank you so much for joining us, and have a great summer, and we look forward to chatting with you in a few weeks again uh, for our monthly check-in with uh, Mayor Lurian Gaylord-Baird. So, Mayor, thanks so much. Oh, thank you, Dan. It was fun to be with you again, and your listeners, too. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Well, uh, coming up uh, in the second half of the show after the news, uh, uh, we're going to open up the phone lines. Uh, I want to hear from you. Uh, you know, we uh, we talk about this partisan tribal politics that we're in, and, you know, how is that affecting you uh, in your workplace, in your family? And so we'll talk a little bit about that uh, after the break. But uh, we'll take a break here for the news, uh, but stay tuned for the second half of the show here on 1499.3 KLIN. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Educating. Informing. Entertaining. The Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. Yep, we do all three of those. 
<laughs> At least we try to. Well, welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show here on 1499.3 KLIN and any darn time you like on your favorite podcast platform or KLIN.com. Uh, you can always uh, find uh, the podcast version there as well. Well, my sincere thanks to Mary Lyrian for joining us here on the first half of the show today and a little update with what's going on with city government. Uh, and uh, the mayor will be joining us on a on a regular basis uh, 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 Monday on Tuesdays, excuse me, um, uh, as we move forward on Tuesday. Tuesdays are Elected Officials Day, and uh, the mayor will be checking in every, uh, I think this is the third uh, Tuesday of the month, so uh, appreciate her time. And, and don't forget, you can uh, follow us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Uh, uh, my Twitter page... Uh, is hopefully entertaining, uh, also and uh, educational and uh, informative. And uh, uh, we were talking earlier about uh, uh, my looking forward to Asteroid City, the new uh, Wes Anderson movie. I posted that uh, last night. I said, "Who's going with me?" So uh, maybe we should have a contest. See who goes with. That's what we need to do, Johnny. Is have a contest uh, with the theater and. Uh, I don't know what that looks like. Yeah, pretty fun, though. <laughs> I'm making stuff up. But, well, listen, I want to open up the phone lines because I want to hear from you today. This is uh, uh, the Tuesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show, and uh, and we're going to talk a little bit of politics, but not uh, quite the, the, the politics that uh, uh, I want to hear from you. Here's the question that I would like uh, us to answer today. I'd like your opinion. Um, you know, now with uh, President Trump uh, being back uh, in the news, not that he ever left the news, but and we'll we'll I'll review that here in a moment too. Um, but does does partisan tribal politics continue to wreak havoc in your life? Uh, are there friends and family members uh, that uh, you disagree with, and, and is that affecting those relationships? I, I just know from the past five or six years the stories of my own family and my own friends of how that has really had a negative effect on things. Is it is it uh, invading your work, uh, workspace? Uh, does it affect your family, your, your church family? Uh, how is that uh, affecting you? Because I know it has a lot of people through the years, and uh, it just seems like, uh, we just can't get out of this cycle. And, um, you know, because I am, yeah, my intention of this show, as you know, if you've been listening, uh, to educate, inform, and entertain, uh, we're not doing the shouting matches. We're not doing the grandstanding. Um, uh, we're hopefully going to build up instead of tear down. Uh, try to talk about the truth and facts and journalism uh, instead of tribalism, uh, because that. Uh, it seems like that's how politics is done these days. Is uh, tri the the blue tribe and the red tribe, uh, the blue tribe and the red tribe uh, have to have a battle royale to the death, and uh, it's really impacted uh, the whole culture. Um, so principle over partisanship is is one of my themes. So so yeah, four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. I'd like to hear from you on uh, how you have dealt with this tribal politics uh, these past few years, and now with this news, uh, with uh, former President Trump uh, being back, uh, dominating the news again. Um, as as I'm sure you know, uh, the former president pleaded not guilty today to uh, 37 criminal charges, 
uh, during a, a historic uh, arraignment in a Miami federal courthouse uh, this afternoon uh, after being indicted for his handling of classified documents at his uh, Florida home. Uh, Trump, uh, who's the first former U.S. president to face federal charges, uh, uh, was, of course, arrested and booked today in Miami. Uh, his lawyers uh, asked for a jury trial, and the Justice Department recommended that he be released with no financial or special conditions, uh, as he's not considered a flight risk. Um, and uh, the second indictment comes just months after Trump was charged uh, by a Manhattan grand jury in a separate uh, hush money case uh, uh, on a state level. And so that was historic because that was the first time a former president had been charged uh, with a crime. And now this is history again today. This is the first time that a former president has been charged uh, in, in, uh, with a crime in federal court. Uh, Trump has denied wrongdoing in both of those cases. Uh, he's vowed to stay in the 2024 race despite those charges, uh, and he's expected to speak uh, uh, tonight uh, once he gets back from uh, from Florida uh, at his resort uh, at Bedminster uh, in New Jersey. And um, so back in the news, and um, and and I fear uh, that he's going to continue to stoke uh, these disagreements we've had, this partisan. Uh, tribal politics that we have uh, here in the country. And so, yeah, so give us a call. I'd, I'd like to hear, uh, you know, we've been talking a little bit about my fascination with uh, presidential history. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about uh, Richard Nixon and uh, Watergate. And now here we have another unprecedented, um, chaotic um, moment in American history involving another president. And, uh, but boy, things were different back in the seventies. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> we didn't have social media. We didn't have, uh, this tribal warfare uh, at the level we have now, but there are a lot of similarities. There really are, uh, because the, it was unprecedented then and continues to be now. So, uh, anyway, how have you dealt with that in your workplace? Um, just this past weekend, I had the pleasure of being on Grow Lincoln. Uh, if you missed that uh, segment with uh, Robin and Dave, uh, they were kind enough to invite me on. Uh, and so that podcast also can be found on KLIN.com, but uh, their Grow Lincoln uh, episode. Uh, and we talked about, uh, Robin and Dave asked me uh, my opinion and my situation in in my workplace uh, of how we deal with this, uh, it hasn't, it's not new, it's been around now for several years, it seems like, the, this partisan bickering uh, that has spilled over into our uh, private lives, uh, uh, this tribal warfare, uh, red versus blue. And so anyway, it's a fun discussion with Robin and Dave. So check that out, Grow Lincoln uh, episode. You can find that on KLIN.com. But um, one of the questions that we got into on on that episode <clears throat> of Grow Lincoln uh, last Saturday was uh, what's it what's it like because I I work in a kind of a non traditional uh, office setting my my business we office out of a co working space uh, in downtown Lincoln uh, called Fuse Co working and uh, uh, you can as a small business or be small business any size business a lot of us uh, you know don't uh, have. Uh, the means to have a uh, you know a large office, and we don't need a large large office. But at the same time, we uh, 
we like to be around other people. I certainly do. That probably doesn't come to a surprise to anyone that's gotten to know me a little bit. Uh, I like to be around people. So a co-working environment is one that uh, uh, you have uh, kind of a bullpen, if you will, uh, desks uh, in an open area, and you can either rent those desks uh, by the hour. If you're a traveling uh, person uh, in, on business, you can come in and, and rent a desk uh, just for the day. Uh, but you all you have all of the amenities that uh, the people who rent it by the month also have, and and then there's a handful of us that have uh, actual office space, uh, enclosed office space uh, that rings the perimeter of the space. But the but the question that Robin and Dave asked me in that work environment, what's that like uh, it, when you have just a hodgepodge of uh, of businesses? There's a lot of startup businesses in this uh, in this space. Uh, but there's also, you know, uh, businesses like mine that are longstanding, and and um, and so there's no referee, if you will. There's no boss to, uh, of that in uh, space. Uh, well, there's a community manager, and you know, they keep the coffee filled, and you know, the the space is uh, clean and everything. But uh, so, what's that like? Uh, was the question, and I said, you know, it's interesting. Uh, for us, uh, we try to in. in uh, have an environment that's uh, cooperative and then try to get to know each other and uh, uh, we go out for drinks every Thursday after work and uh, uh, and and even though there's a variety of people and a variety of political opinions uh, we don't uh, it doesn't seem like anyway that we get into this red versus blue tribal warfare back and forth but anyway we'll take this break uh, but give us a call 402-479-1400 I'd like to hear from you what's your work environment like what's your family situation like with this continued uh, political uh, fighting that's going on nationally in our politics uh, but we'll be right back after this message on 1499.3 klin you're listening to the dan parsons show on 1499.3 klin Hey, and welcome back to the Dan Parsons Show on 1499.3 KLIN. And if you miss us or you want to rewind and listen to uh, our interview with Mayor Lyrian or uh, yesterday's show or even last week's show, uh, you can always find us uh, on the uh, website on KLIN.com. And you can always find us on your favorite podcast platform. I, I go back and forth between Spotify and Apple, uh, and I have my routine where uh, I think like a lot of us, uh, I know I have when I'm exercising in the morning or taking my walks or I don't wear my headset when I'm riding my bike. That's not safe. But, uh, yeah, that's when I consume uh, just a bunch of podcasts. And so if if you are in the habit of doing that, uh, plug us into your favorite podcast and uh podcast channel listen to us um uh, again thanks to mayor mayor lyrian for joining us uh, she'll do that uh, once a month to give us a little update on what's going on in the city and uh, don't forget tomorrow uh, coming up on the wednesday edition of the dan parsons show uh, we'll welcome into the studio uh, troy gagner from uh, who is the executive director of lincoln arts council uh, to chat about this weekend's uh, lincoln art festival down in the haymarket and uh yeah, I can't wait for that. I'm just right out my front door. I'm going to be, uh, they've got food, they've got music, and obviously they have a ton of art uh, for sale, and everything's free, uh, so take advantage of that. But we'll talk with Troy uh, tomorrow on the Dan Parsons Show. 
Uh, don't forget uh, to follow us and like us, uh, like the Dan Parsons Show on our Facebook and Twitter accounts. Uh, I always appreciate uh, uh, you following us on those platforms, and we get to you know we get to continue the conversation after the show. Uh, well, uh, I am. If you want to chat about uh, whatever you want to chat about, but what I'm chatting about today is uh, because of this uh, latest. Uh, Trump indictment, uh, number two, <laughs> uh, of what may be more to come and uh, in this just crazy uh, national political scene. So give us a call, 402-479-1400. Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, I am interested to hear your opinion, uh, your viewpoint on what politics has done to our culture in the last few years. Um you know, I've got an opinion, but I'd like to hear yours. You know, this program is about educating, informing, and entertaining, uh, and not shouting, uh, and not grandstanding. You know, I'm, I hope I, I've proved, uh, the past few weeks that uh, I want to build up instead of tear down. Uh, I want to have, uh, conversations and rely on, uh, the facts from our journalists uh, who cover our city and our state and our, and our country, uh, over tribalism. And because I think tribalism is a dangerous form of where we find ourselves in politics today. And that doesn't mean we can't agree. Uh, and that doesn't mean I just sit around and, and complain and don't do something about it. Uh, I haven't missed an election yet. Uh, but I am more driven, and I think a lot of people are, are more driven uh, by not tribal politics. That I have to always pick uh, a red team or a blue team. And I understand uh, we live in a red state. We live in Nebraska. It's overwhelmingly Republican state. And I get that. I've lived here my whole life. I've worked for, I've worked for Republicans. Uh, politicians uh, have been my clients. I've worked for independent uh, politicians who've been my clients. I've worked for Democratic uh, politicians that have been my clients. Uh, in one case, I had a client that was all three of those at one point. Um, and, um, and if anybody can guess who that is, give me a call, uh, 402-479-1400. Uh, there's a little trivia question for the day. Who, who did I work for in my political past that was a Republican, a Democrat, and an Independent? There you go. There, if somebody can guess that, I'll, uh, uh, Johnny will give you a hug. <laughs> <laughs> Way to use me as a bait. <laughs> um, but I have. I, I've done that my whole life. I, I've grown up in a state. Uh, I, I've been a Reagan Republican. I was. I uh, grew up a Reagan Republican when I first started to vote uh, back in the 80s and haven't missed an election since. Um, but it was a different, it was a different era and it was certainly a different era, uh, just a few years ago. And, uh, so w w it, something has happened to our culture and uh, I know it's easy to blame social media and, uh, and the demise of maybe traditional journalism. Uh, and that's why you hear me constantly talk about the need to have, uh, journalists who, um, who, who can give us the facts and not just, um, you know, give us what we want to hear. But, you know, so I challenge you. For example, if you haven't read this indictment uh, that President Trump was charged with, um, you know, uh, I, I'd encourage you to read it. Because um, then you'll be more informed and you'll have a better opportunity uh, to have a conversation about the facts. Um, 
And so, hey, well, Dennis uh, is on the line and has got a attempt at the answer to my question, which uh, politician I work for that was Republican, Democrat, and independent. Dennis, what's your guess, my friend? I'm guessing former Representative Brad Asher from Omaha. I think Brad was all three at some point during his career. That's my educated guess because Brad was all three at one time or another. That's Dennis, that is a very good guess, but that's not correct. Well, shocked. I tried. Enjoy it's a, your show. You're doing a very nice job. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, call in again, my friend. I appreciate you listening. Thank you. Yeah. No, not. Uh, and I know. I knew Brad Ashford. Uh, uh, rest his soul. Uh, Brad was a dynamic uh, uh, politician. Uh, worked, uh, served in the Nebraska legislature for many years. Ran for Congress. Uh, actually, was elected to Congress in the second district uh, for one term. And um, I don't remember exactly the. Uh, but you're right, Dennis. He was uh, he was all three Republican, uh, Democrat, and Independent uh, at different times in his career. But no, there's one more. You're very close. Uh, you're very close. So four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. Which Nebraska politician uh, did I work for that was uh, once a Republican, once a Democrat, and once an Independent? Uh, I won't give you any more clues. I do give good hugs. <laughs> and and the prize is uh Johnny gives will give you a hug. <laughs> um well uh this is the Dan Parsons show here on a Tuesday afternoon and uh uh we are talking about uh, tribal politics and why I have broken free from that tribal politics and you know I get it some people uh, like that brand of politics somebody like uh, some people like uh the entertaining uh, talk shows that uh, use a hammer instead of, uh, you know, something less than a hammer. But, you know, I uh, I, I don't shout as loud as as, uh, as others, and uh, uh, I'm I'm about hopefully building up instead of tearing down. And uh, uh, and uh, you know, principle uh, over partisanship, and uh, that doesn't mean uh, we we can take a pass and. Uh, uh, and not participate in our elective uh, uh, politics, uh, but uh, I just think we can turn a t- turn the corner and do it differently. So, uh, if you have an opinion on that or a thought, four zero two four seven nine fourteen hundred. Yeah, my political career, as we've kind of chronicled, I started as a ten year old goofball uh, following uh, Watergate and. Uh, and uh, progressed into a career uh, by the time I got to college uh, as a Reagan Republican and, um, you know, joined uh, uh, organizations on campus, uh, the Republican Party, Young Republicans did all those things. And and uh, then uh, during my college years, uh, got involved right out of college in the gubernatorial race for K-OR, a historic uh, race between two females. Uh, uh, I think the very first uh, 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 race in America that uh, had two females running for governor, a Republican and a Democrat, and and from there I got kind of launched my career into politics and and uh, now into public relations. And now I got this uh, darn microphone in front of me and I get to talk with all of you. So uh, I appreciate it. Well, listen, please find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can carry on this conversation. I guarantee you, you'll find some entertaining things on there. And don't forget tomorrow coming up on the Wednesday edition of the Dan Parsons Show, we'll welcome into the studio Troy, the executive director of the Lincoln Arts Council, to talk about uh, this weekend's Lincoln Arts Festival. Uh, Well, that's a wrap. Uh, 
uh, thanks for joining us. And go do good things on 1499.3 KLIN.